The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? A-Town Connection right here. You got Young Bloods uh, featuring Daddy Fat Sack. You know what I'm talking about? Outcast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like this. Check it out. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Crown and Collars podcast presented to you by the CSPN Network. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Nigamort, a.k.a. Uh, please do not be mean as fuck to your coworkers and then turn around and ask them for money. Please thank you so much. And as usual, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Lord Cheese Sandwich, a.k.a. Tall Bianca XO, a.k.a. Happy Post Pride, everybody, a.k.a. your girl is 34 years old and one day now. Happy belated birthday, my friend. Um, Indeed. So? I'm in my mid-30s now. Wow. Hey. it's awesome. <laughs> um, age like fine wine. Uh, indeed. I'm trying. So uh, you are doing amazing, sweetie. Um, so thank you all once again for coming back to another episode. Um, we apologize for no episode last week. I ain't even gonna lie. I was trash. I was tired. I fell right the fuck to sleep. Um, so you know, good luck, everybody. Um, but um, thank you for coming back. Um, I hope. Well, it's out now. Um, I hope that you all did um check out our friend um. Curtis over at Gay Side Stories and my third, my one of my two other co-hosts on Ratchet Ramblings. He did a great episode with Bianca, um, which was which which was marvelous, by the way. I enjoyed it. Um, it's very informative. So yeah, go on over, um, check Bianca out over there on Gay Side Stories, um, and learn you something. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah. So we'll pay the bills right quick. You are listening to a CSPN media podcast presentation. Go to our website, CSPN.us, click that podcast tab and li- go to Ratchet Ramblings and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And if you like what we have to say, a big way you can help us out and help the network out is go to that Keep Our Podcast Free tab on the right side of our website. And we have many, 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 many sponsors for you, the listener. Um, Bianca, why don't you give them a, a brief rundown of some of the sponsors? All right. So. It's summertime, it's hot outside, and the thing you probably want to do is spice up the bedroom even more. So to that end, go to cspn.us slash sponsors, <laughs> roll all the way down to the end, click the Adam Eve Toys link, do your shopping like usual, and when you get to the checkout, type in the code OTOY for 50% off one item. Um, let's see, so that's that one, got that out the way. Um, you can also, if you want to just do the Amazon route, then go to that same link. Click directly through. It just leaves a trackback ping. Says, hey, it's a month from CSPN.us is shopping here. We'll kick them some money off the sale of whatever they buy. Um, which is a great way to help us without anything costing you extra. Because, I mean, let's face it. Everybody's on Amazon. It's summertime. Everyone's getting fresh new outfits and fun things for outdoor cookouts and whatnot. And you want to get that shipped with that fire Amazon Prime. So make it happen, Captain. Click that link. Do some shopping. We also have Wink, Wine membership. 
Um, you can get, oh my goodness, uh, please stop loading on me. $20 off your first Wink membership order um, for a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Um, also, we have a sponsorship with Blue Apron Meal Delivery Service. So if you like to cook, but don't like to think about the cooking process so much, they will send you farm fresh ingredients along with step-by-step -step recipes delivered to your door weekly. Always ship free. Um, save $30 off your first Blue Apron order by going to cspn.us slash sponsors, clicking through from there. You can visit all of our sponsors again by going to cspn.us slash sponsors. I think the bills are paid now. How do you pay? Yeah, and all again, that is no extra cost to you. It just keeps the lights on and help us keep all these shows free. So you, the listener, won't have to pay to listen to me sound like. That was Hell Leo friend. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we got some good we got some good submissions last time from uh from the people um about things that jeremy uh canon does possibly sound like um yes we did yes we did thank y'all for yeah, that do, do that shopping through cspn.us slash sponsor so you don't have to pay to listen to jeremy sound like burned red beans uh, our, <laughs> all right okay all right okay I mean, you know what? Fail. Fail. That's fail. That's extremely fail. So uh, let's get into the show. Uh, we have uh, hashtag content for you all. So um, I'm going to go ahead and warn y'all, this might be a bit of a heavy show uh, for the most part. Um, it may be some things that you've seen on social media that you may not necessarily want to hear talked about because you don't seen them talked about. And by talk, I'm using that very, very loosely. I mean, for the most part, argue about. Um, that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, skip this episode or skip a couple of parts here and there. Um, but yeah, this going to be a kind of a heavy show. So, uh, yeah. So, um, I guess we can... Uh, the the biggest news, the most breaking news today, um, XX Extinction um, has been shot and killed earlier to, earlier today, er, earlier this Monday as um, we're recording, which y'all probably will hear this either Tuesday or Wednesday, one or two, depending on when, depending on when we put it out. But yeah, so um, that nigga dead. Next, basically, pretty. Listen, okay, listen. Let me tell you something. I am not that good of a person. <laughs> I mean, y'all listen to me, and for those of y'all that have been here for the beginning, from the beginning, or have followed me on social media, I am not a good person. I don't pretend to be. <laughs> uh, I just try to navigate with a little bit of sense in the world, but I'm not that good of a person. And um, XX Fatality, he he can go, and he did go, and. I ain't even gonna sit here and perform for you and say that I'm I didn't Okay, let me see how I phrase this. Um, fuck that nigga, that's how you phrase it. But pretty damn much. I'm good. He's gone. Good. I mean, I really can't be I have to be transparent and be honest about it. He's gone. Oh, go ahead, Bianca. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I wanna be as brief and put as little spare change in this nigga's meter as possible. Um 
we talked about him in the past and on the show and the links are out there you can see a timeline of all the garbage shit this nigga's done to people people he claimed to love people who you know loved him on some level there's a and, timeline of his abuse uh um I, yeah i'm hearing an echo on your side bianca that's why i thought i cut you off um, you're hearing my neighbors because i live right next to the pool um Okay. It is 84 degrees here right now, so... Okay, but yeah, like, there's a great article, and I'll probably share it on Twitter, and I'll probably share it under the under the uh, podcast uh, hashtag, so, you know, our viewers and listeners can uh, can read, but there's a great article, the timeline of his abuse um, in the Miami News Times. Uh, but yeah, this nigga has a history of being a piece of shit and good. He's gone. Good. Listen, so in the words of one of our friends, XD, not all these black lives matter. And sometimes some people need to die. I'm sorry. No, actually, I'm not sorry. That, that's It just is what it is. Some people are just that evil and vile and need to go. And he was one of them. And I don't understand. I don't... I'm the per- I don't understand having honor about dishonorable people. And because I, this nigga not on, this nigga beat, held hostage, tortured his ex-girlfriend while she was pregnant, beat a gay man, a gay man simply for being gay, unapologetic about the shit at that. And then tweets surfaced today, multiple tweets surfaced today of him, for lack of a better word, big up in Dylan Roof. And this is the hill that people wanted to perform. Oh, y'all trash for wishing death on him. Or it, I mean, y'all don't have to, y'all don't have to like him, but y'all don't have to wish death. Um, what? And it ain't even about X. People like that, and listen, if it don't apply, let it fly, but people like that. You don't care that ex abuse abuse was abusive. That is this this it's this thing in people where they know somebody is trash and a and a bad thing happened to somebody that's trash. And people naturally either are indifferent or are saying, Yeah, good, he can go. And then people just have this need to perform this higher pillar of morality that ain't even about the person you defended. It's not about it. It's not about XX fatality. You just want to seem like I am a I am a better person than you because I'm choosing to see humanity in someone that didn't see humanity in others while they were alive. And to that I say, boy girl, fuck you. Because it's because like what are you getting out of that? What are you getting trying to play the moral high ground and see humanity in people that would not piss on you if you were in a fire? Like I don't get that. I don't understand it. I really don't. Like, I'm not that good of a person. Like, if, if you thought I was that good of a person, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not. Because let me tell you something. When George, when George Zimmerman died, I'm going to be happy. When Trump died, I'm going to be happy. When R. Kelly died, I'm going to be happy. I'm waiting for the day that Bill Cosby die. We on record on this show saying that shit. And I'm going to keep that same energy with... with I'm going to keep that same energy, not at XX... Um, MX, <laughs> I'll just fuck it, fuck it, cause fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna keep that same energy when XX bullet holes done pass, and that's just what it is. Like again, I don't, you don't get a gold star for being performative, performatively moral. Like you don't get a gold star for that shit because it's so transparent. It's so transparent. 
Like, same people that I seen with my own eyes, and I was disappointed in some people today who will remain nameless, because we don't do that on this show. But still, people that I have seen with my own eyes say that they wish ill will on George Zimmerman, ill will on, on, on Darren Wilson. But you can't understand why people are happy or just or don't have any sympathy or empathy that a serial abuser and homophobe was killed? How, how how do you not see the correlation? How? How? Well, the thing I see people saying is like how young he was, which mm. I mean, he was young when he did all the head ass shit too. Like he he had directions he could have gone and he chose that one and he was oh, unrepentant right. about it. And I think that's the real source of my issue with him. Like he was I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck that people make mistakes because I mean, if somebody want to dig back far enough in my past, I made mistakes. You made mistakes. We all did. But I'm not unrepentant about my mistakes. I can acknowledge, yo, like I used to think this about such and such topic. You know, it was fucked up. I've grown out of that. And I'm a far better version of me for whether it was on my own doing or somebody like really just like imploring me, yo, like you need to be better about this. Um, But yeah, no, his age isn't, it's not good enough. It's not a good enough excuse. Um, Well, first of all, to to that I say, and this isn't necessarily directed at you, but this is just like at the at that you know that logic. There is yeah. a difference. You don't uh, abuse isn't a mistake. Like that's, that's exactly it. Like abuse isn't a mistake. That's, like that's like, like said, a choice. Right. A mistake is like you stealing some shit out of Walmart and getting caught for it and reprimanded. Okay, fine, whatever. Abuse ain't a mistake. Assault ain't a mistake. And that's what the fuck this nigga did. And un, and like you say, unapologetic about it. Unapologetic. Like, I don't give a damn if the nigga did the shit at 20, 18, 30, 50, 80. Like, Cosby, like, what are we doing? What are we doing with these mental gymnastics to basically shame, try to shame people out of feeling either indifference or a bit of joy that a monster like him, because that's what he was, a monster, shit, the nigga looked like a goddamn monster. That's the number oh, one. Oh, yeah, fuck that nigga. Like, it's like, I don't, like, what, where, if you can, wh- where is the empathy for the the woman that he assaulted, the, the girlfriend that he assaulted and abused and sexually assaulted and the, the gay man that he physically harmed? Where's the empathy for that? Why are we having empathy for a monster and not the people that this monster affected? You know, and, and for the record, some people will perform with that shit too. You know, because that's the other side of it. Some people will, you know, jump on the... It's it's like that thing where, like, the only example I can think of um, is, like, when it's somebody that's uh, homophobic and, like, a cishet person will like overperform to like drag them and correct them and seem try to seem like ally of the year. Like that kind of shit can happen with some shit like this too. However, fuck that nigga. You know what I mean? Like fuck that nigga. Like sometimes it just paid to sit there and eat your food. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it really just paid to just sit there and eat your food. Cause, you know, and it's one thing to like not because because I think people were getting this conflated too. Like, it's one thing to like if you don't want to see him like actually get shot because people were sharing the video of him getting shot in his dead body and stuff. Like, if you didn't want to see that, that's perfectly fine. I don't have any like 
that's valid because shit, just like with police brutality, like I don't be wanting to see that shit either. Like I like I know what happened. Like I don't want to see another black man or woman or child getting gunned down um, by the police. Like I I I don't need to see that to know that it exists, to know that it's real, to know that it is trash, and that it needs to you know be corrected within the system. Now that I don't need to see it to know it's real, right? So I get that. I get people not wanting to like see him get shot or whatever. I get that. Totally understand that. No issues with that. But there's other shit around it. Like this performing and oh, I'm a better person than you because I I choose to have empathy and humanity for XX on tentacle. Boy, girl, fuck you. Because it's performative. It's performative as shit. And you're telling on yourselves because of all the times, of all the times, of all the times to not die on a hill this would be the one not to die on. <laughs> All the heels. This would not be the one to die on. So, like I said, he... Uh, good riddance. Um, not all these Black Lives Matter. And, you know, he can go, and he did. And that's just kind of what the fuck it is. You know? Hey. It is what it is. Uh, Bianca, you got anything that before we move on? Because we got some more trash to talk about. Is Bianca still with us? Oh, shit, I'm on mute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I got nothing else. Let's move the fuck on, because fuck that nigga. And that's where I am with it, so. Right. Uh, so, speaking of trash, speaking of abusers, so, um, Kellen Winslow, um, Jr., a former NFL uh, player, um, played with, wasn't it the Bucks and the Browns? Uh, he played for a few teams. It don't matter. Yeah, it really don't matter. Um, yeah, he was um, arrested and charged uh, with um, kidnapping and uh, sexually assaulting um, to uh, confirm two two women and targeting targeting others, um, elder women at that. Um, he. Um, according to <clears throat> according to the article I have put up pulled up, this is from People. According to the San Diego Union Tribune, um, District Deputy District Attorney Dan Owens claimed that the first alleged victim was a 54 year old woman who had been hitchhiking when she accepted a ride from Winslow in March. She alleges he told her that if she screamed, he would murder her, saying that then he raped her. Owens said in course. Um, and also trigger warning. I apologize. Trigger warning. Um. Yeah, another a 59-year-old woman alleges that after she got in his car in May, Winslow kidnapped, um, raped, and sodomized her. Um, he was charged with an incident with an incident exposure against the third alleged victim, uh, age 55, in May. The newspaper also reported that Winslow was charged with the burglary, the burglary with the attempt to rape of a 71-year-old woman in June, and burglary and the same charge with a 86-year-old woman in the same month. He was first taken into custody on June 7th after being, after being accused of burglary at a mobile home, according to the Los Angeles Times. He posted a $50,000 bond and was released from the Vista, California jail. Um, police then arrested him on the rape charges on Thursday and following his arraignment on Friday, he was denied bail and will stay behind bars. His next court date is June 25th, which is next week, I believe, and faces a maximum sentence to life in prison. Oof. Oof. This nigga always has been 
um how to say um out there yeah that's yeah yeah he's always had a pretty volatile personality um even on the field yeah yeah and that's by nfl standards but yeah so i'm not surprised that he's the person who like has reached this level of wildness I don't even like there there is no oh I hope you you know turns it around necessarily because I gotta think at, at his age, 35, 36, how old he is, I think he's a known entity at this point. And sometimes there's no rehabilitating long gone. So Yeah, like I ew, oof. um and you know, we always talk about how like it's kind of this phantom um Oh, they out to get everybody, kind of thing. Especially like with the with the uh, with the emergence of like the Me Too movement, because it's like the best you can hope for with a lot of these cases. Like, uh, at best you can hope for like these people either step down or get fired or pay the victims and not see a day in jail for the most part. Um, but it looks like he might be facing justice. Um, again, I'm holding my breath because you know it is it is our justice system, quote unquote. So I'm I'm holding my breath. But yo, like I, uh, oof, that is a lot. Um, yeah, and also like I didn't I didn't uh, read it, but. You know his um his wife and his father um are supporting him and they're doing the typical you know let's wait for all the facts and the truth shall be revealed which which on the one hand like what else are they gonna say but two also and as well y'all can shut the fuck up because <laughs> it's like ugh. but um yeah I don't I don't even know how you like what and like it's I don't want to. Like I'm not saying that it's not bad either way. It's just something about him targeting, targeting, targeting older women just makes it another level gross to me for for whatever reason. Like especially the one with like the 86 year old woman. Like nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Like it's bad enough you're doing the shit anyway. But how you gonna like that's somebody great Mima. Like what are you doing? Like what? How? What? But I, oof, I, oof. but yeah. So uh, he, I, I don't, I don't know, dog. Like I just, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, hopefully he gets brought to justice. Um, you know, we don't want to get sued, and you know, because we ain't got the money as a network. But um, but yeah, that is trash. That is absolute trash. Uh, so speak. Moving right along, keeping in the track in the trash theme. Um, so in sporty sports news, um, th- years ago, uh, how long was it, Bianca? Women, well, like what? Two years? Two, three years? I don't know what the context is. So yes, maybe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, in keeping with the trash theme, I thought you could pick up where I was going down, but uh, so. Years ago, whichever the number. Um, so Kai, there was a thing with Kyrie Irving and Kalani, um, where their relationship came to an end years ago, and there was a whole big stink. Um, it was very public. It was very ugly. Um, 
and not necessarily because of them, but because of people and social media. And by people and social media, I mean niggas. Um, because I remember like Kalani going through like what was it like suicide attempts and depression and shit. And niggas called her everything but a child of goddamn God because there were rumors that she had cheated on Kyrie, which turned out to be false. Not only from people debunking the rumor, but Kyrie himself said that Kelani didn't cheat. So recently, um, when was this shit? Like last week or something? Yeah, last week. Yeah, it was last week. He went on Instagram and issued a public apology to um, Kalani and re-cleared the air. 2016. Okay, I thought it was a couple of years ago. Um, re-cleared the air again um, and expressing his appreciation for her. Um, he said, because um, I'm not going to read all the, the whole inst- post because no shade Kyrie, but that shit was long as fuck. Now I wasn't reading all that shit, but thank God for articles that have it compiled. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, I'm sorry. I know this is long overdue. Um, I have to speak on this simply because I owe it to you and you deserve the world to see you for what you are, how beautiful you are inside and out and not for the attachment to an emotional moment in time where we both had to grow up and learn our hearts and souls in a world that judges and adds to a fi- as on fictitious uh, pressure. Um, so this this their relationship, which came to an end in 2016, was marred by rumors that she had cheated on Kyrie Irving with her former boyfriend, rapper Party Next Door. The singer denied the allegations, later shared in a since-deleted Instagram post of herself in the hospital, uh, claiming that the onslaught of hate following rumors had led to her, led her to attempt suicide. Um, addressing the former cheating allegations in his lengthy post, Kyrie Irving said, I do I do not want any more negative energy towards her in any way. She did not cheat or intentionally hurt me. She did. She actually did something extremely noble and respectful, but the fact that it is still lingering narrative is outdated at this point. I'm hearing what people are trying to are try, are doing to try and intentionally hurt her on my behalf is bullshit. The lack of under ooh he cuss ooh all right Uncle Drew. The lack of understanding of what we went through has bred a lot of unwarranted things happening. And I want my supporters to really let her be the great soul that I know she is wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, I and me and Brianka was talking about this pre um pregame. Because when this, when it broke, when he re-apologized, well, this is the first, like, official apology, but, because I saw, there were people, like, when he posted this shit saying that, you know, it was long overdue, like he said, or that it could have, he could have done more stuff, and I'm like, I hear y'all, but he actually, when this shit happened, he said, now, it wasn't at length and as heartfelt and shit as this post is, but he told niggas that Kalani didn't cheat when the shit happened. Like, he said that she didn't cheat. Niggas just didn't care because niggas gonna nig and niggas just wanna be trash. Like, even on behalf of niggas, even on behalf of another, another nigga that's telling you, hey, like, this ain't it, this ain't what happened, da-da-da-da. Like, he addressed the shit back then. And I remember that shit. Could, and I'm like, how could he have done more... I mean, if you wanted him to make this apology, then I guess I get it. Like, I, I won't argue against that. But at the same time, like, he did tell niggas that, yo, she didn't cheat and y'all need to stop. 
And niggas just didn't care. And shit, niggas still don't care. I saw niggas clowning Kyrie when he did this um, on Instagram. I saw niggas calling him a simp. I saw niggas calling him he wilding and try to get the pussy back, which ain't that ironic. Um, like I just like niggas gonna nig niggas. This is <laughs> this is why shit like this is why people say men are trash and that niggas are trash because. One, it is the first two stories that we done covered, and then this shit here. This is a this is a man saying that yo, y'all was wild and this was wrong what y'all did, and niggas who were trying to who went at this woman, calling her everything about a child of God, led to her depression and suicide attempts. At the time, this is a man telling y'all again, yo, she didn't cheat. Like, what are y'all doing? This is wrong. Stop it. And you niggas, hashtag you, you know, hashtag y'all. Are still calling this man a simp. The man that y'all defended, y'all not turn turn around and calling him a simp, and calling him weak, and all this, that, and the third. You know, but but niggas, but you know, men aren't trash. You know, what, mm, whatever. Um, Bianca, because I don't talk enough, and I know they probably listening to my voice. Go ahead, y'all. <laughs> I know, I know, I know y'all listening. Like, did this country nigga ever shut up? God damn. No, so okay, let me be succinct about this. Um, I guess, and you get right back to Jeremy. Talk. No, um, <laughs> I don't think that Kyrie foresaw people going to the lengths that they went when, like, their breakup was first like made public. Yeah, and I think that's a contributing factor to the whole. Oh, well, why wasn't he so robust about his apology from the beginning? It's like, well, because he kind of didn't see it becoming all this. He probably just saw like, yo, like I told y'all, I didn't cheat, and he thought niggas were just gonna leave it alone. <laughs> Exactly. And people went and started wilding out and like being disrespectful to water. And he was like, look, niggas, that's, that's enough. And niggas didn't listen the second time. And that's when he had to come out and make this like really big, you know, public statement. And no, that's not too little too late. That is responding to cascading bullshit that people continue to, you know, hoist upon this woman. Like, there's only so much in front of the speed and train he can get. And. Like, this was obviously like his biggest effort of all to make sure that people stop treating her like garbage but you don't get to dock points because oh it's so bad now he should have been did this like no it's it's so bad and now he's doing something about it like if anything my ira would still be at niggas right because if they still carry it on after he said this once twice three times four times how you gonna get mad at this man for speaking up right and you know they still gonna do it because again, niggas need. I seen niggas calling this man weak for being like, "Yo, y'all wilder." And don't get me wrong, Kyrie's a head ass for multiple other reasons. But, Ooh, um, <laughs> but but this ain't, this ain't the way you go about criticizing a man's flat earth theory by saying that he's out of pocket for only waiting until now to do something about something that he's already tried to do things about. Correct. Like this, like I said, is there's plenty that you can cl- clown Kyrie on, but this ain't this ain't it. This ain't that. Well, that that, that wouldn't be it. Like, yeah. Right. So now you can definitely clown him about the flat Earth thing because I read because did you see that recent? Did I send you that recent interview he did about that shit? Um, I, I don't remember what's the most recent, but I've probably seen it. Yeah. And that motherfucker's and that motherfucker basically went bob. He was like, "Are you?" Are you you sure you are you sure that the earth that the earth is flat? Are you positive? Have you ever seen proof that it's positive? Uh, positive that is that is flat that is round? I was like, boy, boy. <laughs> so clown Kyrie for that, but not for this. And mm-hmm. leave and leave Kalani alone. God damn it. 
So yeah. y'all see if y'all niggas to leave Karushi alone. Right. But they finally they finally are on that, like, you know, twenty nine years later. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, growth comes or whatever. So keep people come around when they do, I guess. But uh, right, go. I mean, it took took forever, but go off. Um, stick it, sticking in the NBA, a little uh, a light, a little light topic. So, um, uh, Kawhi Leonard reportedly is fed up with shit in San Antonio, <laughs> which, not gonna lie, I didn't see coming. To be perfectly honest, um. And I don't know, maybe it's just the prestige of the Spurs and shit, but I was just expecting like them to like come to like figure the shit out and make it work. But apparently, uh, apparently Kawhi's like, nah, I want out. Bye. I'm tired of pop. Well, I don't know if he's saying I'm tired of pop, but he's tired of the Spurs. So, so let's just just like with LeBron, we're gonna have fun. Places that Kyrie, I mean not Kyrie, places that Kawhi's gonna end up go. Um, let's see, I would say first place guess is probably going to be Boston putting together a package. Second is probably LA because that's where he's from. And you can probably flip those uh, one, two, in whatever order you prefer. Um, I don't know. I don't see many other teams having things worth giving up to for San Antonio to accept getting rid of him. Um, right. I would say fuck, I maybe the Knicks is supremely distant three, but or Detroit, maybe I don't know. Like, there's yeah, that's the other part about the shit that I don't really get. Like, well, I mean, not that I don't get, but it's like I really don't see him. I really don't see him in any other place but San Antonio. Like, I get that he won't out allegedly, um, which is you know definitely his prerogative. But it's also like, nigga, I don't see you. I don't see you fitting anywhere else. I mean, maybe. Maybe, maybe your Pelicans, maybe. Um, that'd be great, but I don't, I don't see it. I mean, I, I really don't see it. So it's like, like I, he'd be a wonderful fit there. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see him actually. Like, I'm not going, I'm not finna go full, full Stephen A. Smith and like clown him for one and out or whatever. But it's just, I don't, I don't see him anywhere else but San Antonio, right? It's like he's, you know, he well within his right to leave, and if you want to leave, leave. I, it's just, I, I, I can't imagine a Spurs team without Kawhi. You know what I mean? I think, I think that's more it than you know me being mad, quote unquote, at him leaving because I mean he's free to do whatever the fuck he want. Uh, it's just hard for me to see that team without Kawhi. You know, especially with like um, an Asian Tony Parker. Um, Manu ain't even there anymore, is he? Did Manu retire? Um. The theory is that Manu has been wanting to retire for a really long time now, but has he actually retired? I don't even know. Mm, okay, fair. So, you know, I, I just, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, but, you know, good luck, Kawhi. You know, good good, good luck, everybody. Bread. Uh, rooting for you all. Rooting for everybody, Niggy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of rooting for everybody, Niggy. Uh, so the Sid of the, the um Sid, the front of the, front, the look, say what Bianca I mean, because y'all no, the front woman of the internet. Yes, yes, I was about to say that. Thank you so much. Yes, um, she wants to put together an all women's festival. 
um, in an interview that I have here where she spoke about her sexuality. Um, this is from the fader. Um, she is considering putting together, <clears throat> putting together an all women's festival to unite and empower women. Quote, what I focused on these days is stuff that empower, empowers and unites women. If you want to be a pioneer, you have to be intentional at least a little bit, she says in quote. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, look, I feel like <clears throat> I like it for several reasons. One, because because um, see it is on the um, LGBTQ um, uh, scale and community. Um, one, I feel like not on it will be a all women's um, festival, uh, which is a good idea on its own. But I feel like it would be very um, inclusive. Uh, I feel like, and I feel like if it's somewhere in the, because I mean, you know, not saying this is always the case, and Lord knows, you know, my place as a cishet black man, Lord knows I'm definitely not trying to say the other side of the, the coin is any better at this by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I feel like a queer uh, woman, or at least somebody on the uh, on the spectrum, would have more of an idea to be more inclusive. Um, and really making an all women's festival than uh, than a cisgendered woman uh, would normally, um, but I like the idea. Um, I like the idea of uh, women's empowerment with no men around. Um, I like it uh, being, you know, because I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, we, you know, well, not and I'm, <laughs> I mean, not we, but that is a lane that um, and things that are definitely needed, um, especially with all of the things that women uh, have to go through. Um, now, use your discernment, because, oof. <laughs> um, but in general, I think this is a positive thing. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it would be dope that, you know, if Sid did this. Can it be something that only we attend as well? That would be my question. Like, can yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. it be, like, only women attend, only women perform, only women staff the joint, like, everything? Yeah. Now, if she got entertainment, like, who would you want to see perform? Um, Maya. Because she's fine. Um, Maya. Deborah Cox. Um, yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else? Showing the fuck, not Nicki Minaj. No, correct. Because, woof. Talk about the goddamn ghetto. Yeah, that would be all of the projects. But, no. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'd like to see a Nani play. Um, there's a there's a lot. My God, this this would not be a short list. Um, and I guess for those who I would be at, I don't know fifty fifty about like don't be transphobic trash and like you have my support. But yeah, you know, sometimes that could be a that could be a bridge too far for a lot of people. Sometimes, but oof, so none of my faves embarrass me. Mm. That's really all I'd be open for. Don't be having me out here in these streets looking stupid, supporting you, and you don't like people like me. Yeah, don't have me. Listen, listen. What is the what is the unspoken rule of niggatry and niggerdom? Don't have me out here looking the fuck stupid. That's a black proverb. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think this. You know, if she does it, hey, great. Um, I think it's a fabulous idea. Uh, Janelle Monae, definitely. Oh yes, she was in Portland. Um, 
What day was that? She was out of Wednesday. She and, was I had, and I had bad FOMO because a lot of my friends went and I didn't. I had to work. Mm. Don't you just hate capitalism? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Credit, I made, you know, I made good money or whatever, but still. Annoying. Yeah. Beautiful gown. Beautiful gowns. It was it was like an extra day of Pride, which Pride was this past weekend in Portland. Which was awesome. I uh was gonna post a whole bunch of pictures from it, then I realized, wait, I didn't take very many pictures. You too busy you too busy getting your life. Yeah, I was I was, I was enjoying that shit way too much. Like Yeah, it was it was it was a good time. And I'm glad I did my Second pride, my first as a identifying as a trans woman, but second pride overall. Um, still on the gender fluid kick last year, which yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's just who I was then and who I am now. Um, and yeah, that shit was glorious. Um, Real. And yeah, yeah. Melbourne coming was like getting a it was like getting a free day of pride basically. It's just like oh, this shit is hella queer and hella black. And then Thursday and Friday was all like pride related turn up stuff because. They need two days to throw parties for it now because trying to do it all on one day was just too hard on everybody trying to get to shit. So, right, pretty awesome stuff. Um, dope, riding high right now feels great. No, and you deserve. You definitely deserve. Um, all right. So, um, we're going to wrap this episode up, but not before. We do our monthly Bring It Bike. Uh, for those of you that may be new listening, um, Bring It Bike is a monthly segment that we try to do um, every month, usually the first of the month, but, you know, in words be lazy sometimes, so it's fine. You know, good luck, everybody. Um, but um, it is where we discuss an album that is at least 10 years old, 10 years of age or more um, old, and in the month that it was released. Um, and for this month, we chose... Um, actually, I have to shout out... Um, okay, this was not a we decision at all. I had nothing when, I say, when I say we, I mean I have to give a shout out to um, Curtis and Candice uh, because I had multiple albums selected um, and I couldn't decide... Three selected, tell them the truth. Say what? Yeah, the Carter Three selected. Tell them the truth. I had I had the Carter Three. Um, I had this album that we, that I'm about to reveal. Um, I had songs about Jane. I had Keisha Cole's debut joint, and I couldn't decide which to choose. And I asked Candace and Curtis. Um, while we was pre gaming before we recorded Ratchet Ramblings, and they said go with this one. So the album that we are going to review um, and bring bike is Monica's After the Storm album. It was her fourth studio album. It was released on June seventeenth of yesterday, actually. Well, mm. oh, the album came out on my birthday, so right, it's, uh, June seventeenth, two thousand three, through J Records. Um, it let's see the, the receipts for it debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard two hundred chart. Um, it is it was Monica's first album to do so. It sold over. Uh, it sold um, 1,086 copies in its first week, which you have to remember the time. This is back in 2003. That was pretty damn big. You know, this was before the age of streaming and, you know, all that shit that we have now. Um, it produced three singles that attained the Billboard chart success, including So Gone, which, yeah, oof, 
Alright, I think you're making the point again to let Jeremy sing hashtag. Continue. The hilarious. Hilarious. Um But yes, so um and the first of all, like the production on this on this album, you had Missy, the misdemeanor Elliot, you had Jazzy Faye, um, you had some um nigga that's uh that shall not be named. Um, you had Jermaine Dupree, had Brian Michael Cox, you had so many people that had their hands on this joint. Um, the singles were so gone. Uh, you should have known better. Knock knock. Um, so you know, Bianca, what um, what are your your memories of this album? Because because I, mean, um, I know what you're talking about pregame. So you, you know, just go ahead. <laughs> so. I remember when the So Gone Challenge came back, and I was like, yo, like, I love this shit. Yes. Maybe remember how much I enjoyed that album. Um, this is not the album with Street Symphony on it. I was about to say something about that song. Um, let's see. What are the songs? Oh, yep, that's the Dark Child song. I ain't gonna cry no more. I was like, I know he did a song with this album, damn it. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, Dark Child gets on a song, and it, it, those, those are all bops. Um... Rodney and Freddie Jerkins, who produced for Monica, Brandy, and um, I think they did some Destiny's Child songs, um, some Whitney songs, Kelly Rowland, J-Lo, the list goes on, Dog Child, shout out to you. Um, how does it came about Dog Child? This is we reviewing the Monica album. Anyway. Um, oh, God, DMX was on this album? Shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't got it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Herb. Um Woo! Well, you know, good good luck everybody. Uh, <laughs> speaking of sidebars, DMX still with us. Uh okay. In, in theory, yes, in practice, no. I mean, I was just reckoning like old oh boy with the um Oh boy in the climate video. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? So oof. Um but yeah, um I remember um just being in the in the car with my dad listening to the radio because, you know, obviously I wasn't old enough to be driving on my own. You know, everybody knows. Um even though you totally were old enough to be driving on your own and Touching that radio. I was I was old enough to be touching the radio, but not oof. I oof. Mm. But uh good luck everybody on that. Um <laughs> but anyway, um but yeah, I remember this coming on like that beat drop when So Gone released. Like you just heard Mrs. just saying new monica and then that beat dropping like and especially like if you had the car that had like a booming like stereo system and shit, like the whole car got down vibrating and shit. I remember that shit. That was a that simpler time. Simpler time. Um, what's that? They can't relate. Uh, Did not have a car with a booming sound system. Had quite the opposite, actually. Well, you know, it wasn't my car. You know, it was my old man car. But you, you, you get the gist. You get the gist. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, um, and this is like coming right off the heels of like you know the boys' mind and shit with that lady with the eyes. Um, oh, is she getting the Harvard Marathon treatment? Uh, <laughs> okay, you say her name if you want to. You don't fuck around. There's gonna be a car at your goddamn door. I ain't finna take that risk. <laughs> I'm just saying, oof. That isn't that lady, and then you know she's a Scientologist too. So you know, good luck. Hey, when this happened, you know that lady with the eyes was a Scientologist. Nope. Yeah, yeah. That lady with the eyes, she she a Scientologist. I know she be hella harmonizing. I know she was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let us never speak of this again. Yeah. Right. Again, you gonna fuck around and you gonna fuck around and be in a car gonna be at your door with her and, and, and Zenu here. <laughs> But anyway, <clears throat> anyway, um, I, the production on this album was was great. Um, you have powerhouses like like Missy and Jazzy Faye and Jermaine and you know, um, another person who shall not be named, um, because fuck that nigga. Uh, yeah, you got you a hit. Um, this is probably my favorite Monica album to be perfectly honest. Um. So yeah, do you? So what's your um, favorite song from the album? Oh yeah, ain't gonna cry no more. Um, so gone. And mm, let's see. Yeah, so gone's my favorite single out of the singles that came off it. Wow, Dirtbag was on this album. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a name I thought I'd never say again. I'll see you again mm-hmm. or hear again. Um, what's my third favorite song of this album? Um, what was the Jazzy Faye joint? Was it That's My Man? Um, wait. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Okay, there we go. That's my top three. Yeah. Dark Town, um, Missy Elliott, and Jazzy Faye. Yeah. Um, for me, um, my my top um, are so gone. Uh, uh, go to bed mad with um, Tyrese dumbass, and hmm, hmm. Probably breaks my heart. Okay. Yeah, it's probably yeah, it breaks my heart. Uh, speaking of, just uh, honorable mention. Um, even though it was a bop of a single, you should have known better, Monica girl. You were singing about a nigga in jail. What the fuck was wrong with you? And what? <laughs> you, you was singing about a nigga in goddamn jail. And then in the video, you was visiting this nigga in the prison. What the hell, Monica? We let you go, like especially like now. Cause like we we clown like women that like be that's that's why Yandy from Love and Hip Hop be getting all these goddamn jokes because you goddamn with a nigga that's in goddamn prison for selling drugs and shit. And the goddamn Monica made a whole ass song about a nigga in jail not trusting her. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you okay? What the fuck was wrong with you, Monica? Why do we allow this? Why do we? What? Why do we? Why do we think this was okay? Really let you cook making a goddamn song about a nigga that's in jail. What? What? Oh, oh God! You know what? The song was a jam. 
It was though. It was. In fairness, it was. Listen, if you're gonna fuck around, fuck around exponentially. If you're gonna make a dumbass concept bop, at least make it a bop. And it was a bop. So you know, well done, Monica. Well done. Um, but yeah, so that was Monica's. Uh, that was our brief little review of Monica's So Gone album. Um, so yeah, go back and listen to it. I know I did. Um, and yeah, this was also the time, speaking of, as I'm reading uh, more information about the album, this was the time where uh, leaks and file sharing and bootlegging were heavy. Uh, this was the age of LimeWire. Uh, <laughs> Bell Shell, you know, plenty of people got viruses from that shit. <laughs> so, you know, RIP those computers. But uh, but yeah, go back and listen to this album. It was, it's probably my favorite Monica album because from top to bottom, like even like the deeper, some of the deeper cuts probably sh- could could have and should have been singles to be perfectly goddamn honest. Because uh, that's I all we about every album. Well, that's true, but still, I mean, it's true. But yeah, go back and listen. Um, bring it bike. Um, with that and talking about bike, um, we bike with a whole new a whole episode of hashtag content that we gave y'all, and I think that's it for today. I think we did good. I think we did good. Well done. Well done. Um, so do you got anything else before we get on up out of here, Bianca? Um, yeah, shout out to Jeremy J Dub J Um I told him I would mention this on the show and I'm gonna do it now. Um <laughs> how hilarious would it be if Tyreek Evans went to the seventy sixes? <laughs> 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 Tyreek Evans buckets. Could you imagine him waving off Ben Simmons <laughs> and Joel Embiid to <laughs> to dribble a ball into a fucking pancake for 19 seconds per possession and take those silly looking photos he be doing? Mm, yeah, I can imagine. You know, Tyreek Evans is a he's a he's a funny basketball player. It's so weird because he fills up the stat sheet so well. But like it just feels like it doesn't contribute to winning ever. It's like he'll stay it's not he doesn't he he plays entertaining in inefficient basketball. Yes. And he's been in the league since what, two thousand he came in the league the same year as Curry in them, so two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's like he's he's good, but he he's good but he not good. No, he, <laughs> came, he came in uh, 2009-2010. That was the year he came in. Oh, and okay. So yeah, he's been in the league for a minute. He's been in the league for a grip. Mm-hmm. So nine, mm-hmm. ten years now, and he's never developed a three pointer. Nope. What's his career shooting from the three? Now that I think about it, thirty one percent. Ooh, I got his. Uh, I got his page up now. Ooh, he made one hundred fourteen threes last season, which is good. Um, that's not going to blow anyone's mind or anything, but that's like the most he had made before then was 69. And that was on the Pelicans team that had nobody who was willing to shoot. <laughs> Ooh. And yeah, imagine <laughs> Tyreek Evans <laughs> on the Sixers. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, when you do clownery. 
Ooh, when you <laughs> when, <laughs> when you do fuckery, I, I can't even call that clownery. Cause goddamn, thirty one percent. Ooh, ooh, I, I'm gonna leave. We gonna leave out on that. Cause goddamn. Okay, so and you know what the worst part about it is? Uh, when the next when the next NBA season starts, he will be twenty nine years old. You are you gonna be a whole twenty nine year old and be a twenty. I mean, not twenty, but be you gonna be a whole twenty nine years old and be a career thirty one percent three point shooter. Uh, so his five seasons in Sacramento and his four seasons in New Orleans, he shot two ninety and three hundred two from three respectively. Like those are decent batting averages. But you don't want to be shooting decent batting averages from three, and they're shooting a lot of them. Right. Um. Good luck, everybody. So, yeah, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna land somewhere, and he's gonna get a decent sized deal out of it. And that team's uh, fans are gonna have to talk themselves into him, which is gonna be fucking hilarious to witness. Yeah. So, uh, good luck, everybody. Good, good luck to the besides him. So, so, but yeah, we're finna get on up out of here. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for supporting us. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, I might, we may have a guest. I'll see if we can get a guest because it's been a while. Um, so yeah, be a greater hole, not a hell hole. Um, and don't be out here dying on here for motherfuckers that don't need to be died on. Because <laughs> my God. Um, and with that, we out. Peace. Yeah, they